Dear Legal Ops, the podcast tackling tough topics impacting today's evolving legal operations community anonymously. This podcast is made for and by the Legal Ops community. So grab that glass of wine and get comfy as we share stories from the Legal Ops community aimed at digging deeper to find and release your inner brilliance, personally and professionally. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Dear Legal Ops. I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. On today's episode, we're back, back, back again with our beloved bestie, Jenny from the Budgeting Blues block. And trust me, we're f***ing over it as well. As we bust out our bargain basement, budget-friendly bottle of bubbles, we're scratching our heads wondering why we're back at the intersection of do more with less and... uh, Looks like I've ruined my next two weeks. When faced with the decision to try something new or make a significant change, it's important to remember that growth often happens incrementally. While it may not feel like a monumental shift in the beginning, over time, the cumulative effort of small changes can lead to significant transformations if you put in the effort to set it up right at the beginning or while you're taking it for a tune-up. It is these subtle ongoing shifts that can ultimately propel us towards our goals and aspirations at whatever stage you're at in your career. But first, grab that glass and get comfy as we dig deeper into Dear Legal Ops. Our first letter today comes from Jenny from the Budgeting Blues Block. Our listener writes, Dear Legal Ops, I'm a longtime listener and always appreciate the advice you offer. I attended a fantastic conference recently that left me feeling inspired and ready to take on new challenges. But much like my first rodeo with Ben, I've returned to work only to discover that I need to significantly cut our legal department's budget and provide an updated version before the week is out. And to be honest, I'm having trouble reconciling the excitement and transactions I gained from the conference with the harsh reality of doing this all over again. How can I maintain the motivation to reach for more while also addressing this pressing issue of operational inefficiency? Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the block. Used to have a little, now I have even less. No matter where I go, I know I don't want to do this. Well, Jenny, although they say love don't cost a thing, turns out, it usually costs us more than we think in this tumultuous, tough, and turbulent trek we call legal ops. For all my cool cats and kittens, this letter comes at the perfect time because I know I just got back from Clock's 2023 CGI conference in Las Vegas. And y'all, for me, I'm kind of in this, I don't know, mixed bag of needing a vacation post-conference combined with really, I don't know, returning and feeling inspired and eager to take my career and my new legal ops department to new heights. The atmosphere in Vegas for clock, oh my gosh, y'all, it was electric. And that little DJ set by DJ Legal Ops. The speakers were engaging and I don't know, the connections I made with so many of you were invaluable. And then just like Jenny, it hits you like a ton of bricks. The moment you step back into your office, whether virtual or brick and mortar and bam, reality sets in. Your GC asks how the conference was and informs you that Houston, we got a problem. You've been tasked with the daunting challenge of redoing your entire corporate legal budget 
and cutting a significant amount for the year's second half. I mean, y'all, let's face it. Nobody likes surprises, and especially when they involve making mid-year budget adjustments. But fear not, my legal beagles. Today, we're going to talk mostly about some uncommon strategies, but also, I think, I don't know, ways that you can bounce back with elastic budgets that can withstand the ups and downs of our weird, uncertain economic times. And looking at the various letters in our overflowing DLO inbox, this is constantly what we see as this theme revolving around this financial and vendor management. Shout out to my clock legal op 101s people that took the course. Hope you all had a good time. This is a common theme in many of our corporate legal departments. And unlike in episode nine, where we reviewed budgeting blues and timekeeper rate negotiations, this episode, it's a totally different cash cow that we have to tackle. After all, how many times have we reluctantly dove into this laborious and gross, time-consuming process, right? Seriously, think about it. I don't know about y'all, but I often feel disheartened by the contrast between my newfound enthusiasm post-conference and the difficult task of being that financial grim reaper. The first step in building a more elastic budget is reimagining your legal priorities. Revisit the legal department's strategic plan and prioritize these initiatives based on their alignment. This is what we talk about all the time, right? Make sure you have that close relationship with your GC or CLO, but more importantly, so you understand what the business's needs are, right? This process will help you identify areas where resources can be reallocated, heck, even scaled back, ultimately creating a more flexible and adaptable budget. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of building flexible budgets, let's stop, drop, and reverse it a little bit, right? For those unfamiliar with legal operations regarding the money, honey, we've got you covered. Financial planning, forecasting, budgeting, they're all critical elements for a successful corporate legal operations team and function. But a legal operations function, it drives strategic fiscal initiatives to optimize the allocation of resources. So we're also managing our legal spend and providing that real-time visibility and reporting of the department's budget and variance. I know for me, this has helped a lot of the legal teams that I've led in the past provide the best possible, not only advice to the organization, but more importantly, while managing its finances responsibly and sustainably. Now that we have a solid foundation for our financial flat, what stops us from tackling this tough treasure trove? Well, one of the biggest pitfalls of the traditional budgeting versus forecasting process is right, we mostly only complete this once a year, maybe twice. In most cases, annual forecast targets are obsolete after, I don't know, two or three months, sometimes even quicker than that. And business plans that are built around projections based on a single point in time, they're really ultimately inaccurate unless they're general legal services for a specific SOW, but then it requires you to make sure that you wait on the other side. So rolling these forecasts to try and solve a problem by creating these efficient strategies, it's important whether you're in a fast-growing organization or a clunky, stuck-in-the-mud Fortune 500, right? Legal operations teams with a maybe more mature fiscal program can quickly adjust their plans based on new information, but they have to keep up with their growing and shifting priorities, which is sometimes hard to remember that you have to actually take the results and try and spin them a different way to see if it's working or readjust as you're going. And look, we've all been there, right? However, attempting to create rolling forecasts and spreadsheets, it's inefficient and time-consuming. 
I know that for the last legal operations team that I worked a part of, we were constantly thinking about continuously saving time in the planning process and providing those FPNA business partners and other AP or financial team members with the information and insights they need to help us as these executives within the corporation as stewards of the company make smarter and better financial decisions that ultimately drive our business forward. So I recently tasked my legal operations team with this tall, tall, tall order. We need to readjust the forecast mid-year, but instead of just opening up the spreadsheet, let's take a step back and understand how we put this together. And y'all, through this exercise, let me tell you, children, the legal luminary light bulb went off. So what did we do? Okay, let me try and break it down in a couple steps. First, we realized that we were just crafting the budget with this duct tape and hope and that look over there deflection, hoping people won't try and deconstruct the discombobulated mess, right? We had different worksheets, titled different things, different versions, and we ultimately didn't organize it and solidify it because we had to move on to the next big project. Then realizing it was held together with not a lot of substance and a lot of prayer, we thought, I don't know, there has to be a better way of doing this. So we started strategizing and started talking through the process. And then we realized what happens is if we empower our attorneys and leadership team to do their work, but in a way that was easy for them to participate, do we think that they would actually be more focused on this higher value initiative that they're unfamiliar with because it's not part of their love language, right? They went to school for, for you know, practicing law or giving legal advice in specific areas to protect or mitigate the risks of the business. They weren't always focused on saving a dollar or determining what rate negotiations should be for larger contracts. So automating this process, we decided we were going to take all this institutional knowledge that was stuck in the mud and be able to formulate it with technology. And that's where it really started to walk and run. It was so much easier to leverage technology and automation, even if it meant redoing the entire process, because by that point, we'd spent far too much time examining each step along the way. And at the end of the day, and I know we hear this over and over, but I think it's important to emphasize right now in this process, in this step where it all went off, leveraging technology and automation, it can be the final catalyst for transforming your legal department's processes. These tools can help streamline repetitive tasks, reduce human error, and ultimately free up valuable time so that you can go on to strategic higher value initiatives. So now see where legal ops and the attorneys who are in legal ops now have priorities to align with. Even when it's related to that antiquated FP&A and budgeting methodologies, and yes, they're generally in those Excel spreadsheets or Google Sheets, sometimes saved on your local hard drive and nowhere else, we have to think, how do you challenge yourself and your team to embrace operational efficiencies? By reimagining the work that you do. At the end of the day, we realized above all else, the only way to tackle budgeting in our current state of economic uncertainty is provide the value of legal operations by utilizing documented processes and leveraging technology and automation. And this is where our legal ops luminaries can provide the ultimate value. In an age of do more with less, now is the time to show how legal operations can be not only a cost center centric focused place, but also a revenue protector by flexing your fiscal forearms. 
In today's rapidly changing business landscape, it's increasingly important for corporate legal ops to be agile and flexible. The close collaboration between legal ops and internal financial business partners is critical to the success of the legal department and the overall enterprise. So we say that that running legal like a business is important because at the end of the day, it requires a deep understanding of the financial implications of different initiatives and the ability to respond quickly to new demands and changing market conditions. By working together to plan and assess the department budget and financial performance, legal operations can shine with our financial partners to ensure that we're operating in a manner that supports these changing dynamics through the use of technology and automation. So ultimately, we're not only financially responsible, but we're sustainable for the long term. But a Surgeon General warning for those in-house and legal operations luminaries. Your role goes beyond merely managing just day-to-day tasks. You have a unique opportunity to drive organizational change by embracing operational efficiency. And in doing so, you can create a more agile and responsive legal department, better equipped to handle the challenges of an ever-changing business landscape. At the end of the day, it's important to remember that your investment in operational efficiency will pay dividends in the long run, enabling your team to work smarter, not harder. Equip your legal department with the tools and mindset needed to confidently tackle tough projects and ultimately deliver successful results to your organization. This episode is made possible by our sponsor, Legal.io. Legal.io is the fastest growing community and marketplace for legal talent. Legal.io connects legal professionals to resources and opportunities at the world's leading in-house departments and firms. Legal.io is the launchpad for legal careers, matching legal ops professionals, attorneys, paralegals, and so many other legal professionals at some of the world's most exciting companies with a level of precision that only a data-driven, vertical-specific marketplace can provide. Supported by significant investors like Tiger Global, Legal.io is redefining the legal workspace. If you want to learn about the enterprise marketplace solution for legal talent, access salary surveys with compensation data as unique as you, and join their vibrant in-house legal community, visit www.legal.io. That's L-E-G-A-L I-O. Legal.io your gateway to a global legal talent marketplace designed with the legal operations community in mind. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We get it. Distractions happen. That's why we designed the fully electric, full-sized Volvo EX90 with the latest technology to keep you and those around you safe. Its two-sensor driver understanding system is designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. 
Reserve your Volvo EX90 today. Learn more at volvocars.com slash US. Welcome back to the House of Dearly Galops. Instead of a second letter today, we're going to change it up just a little bit. You see, just as the seasons bring about change, growth, and renewal, so too do our personal and professional lives. As we evolve, our careers and aspirations shift, prompting us to adapt and reevaluate our paths. And so today, I'm going to open the hood of my Big Mac truck and park it right in this little podcast garage after the last 20 episodes and finally the end of season one of Dear Legal Ops. As I look back on this weird career I've had in the legal industry, I'm struck by the invaluable lessons I've gleaned from my peers and mentors. Through their guidance and support, I've come to understand the power of a close-knit community and it really fosters growth and nurturing talent. So with this in mind, I'm taking on a new role. And by the time this episode airs, yes, children, we record these episodes a couple weeks in advance. I'll already be starting this next chapter in my professional journey. And I'm even more passionate and committed to building a legal and in-house community that grants professionals at all stages of their careers access to essential programs and tools, while also helping a startup go through their own operational and legal journey. But how does someone who has been focused on law firm administration and corporate in-house legal operations for over a decade achieve this awesome vision of legal operations and community? Well, truth be told, we're driving down the highway without instructions. But our internal GPS and my tribe and personal board of directors tell us we've got this. As I stand at the precipice of a new chapter in my life, I'm filled with an exhilarating sense of anticipation. I eagerly look forward to embracing my lifelong passion for operations, community, technology, design, and human flourishing in this next phase of my chapter. With an open heart and an open mind, I welcome the wealth of possibilities that lie ahead. And to my former team, Nick, Madison, and Hunter, y'all mean so much to me. I wouldn't be able to be exactly where I am today without your love, support, and awesome times that we had building amazing journeys together. I can't wait to watch you just from a different sideline for the rest of your careers. You see, and now I'm talking directly, not just to Nick, Madison, and Hunter, to the House of Dear Legal Ops listeners. Together, we can harness our collective energy and enthusiasm to forge a brighter future for the legal industry. As we explore new ways of working, embrace emerging technologies, and challenge outdated paradigms, we create space for innovation and growth. With each step we take, we inch closer to realizing our shared vision of a more inclusive, dynamic, and prosperous legal community. Because after all, it's not just all about CLM implementations, AI, and crafting elastic budgets. Our pursuit of a better future for the legal profession it's not merely about adapting new technologies or streamlining processes. At its core, it's a journey of transformation, a process that requires us to redefine the norm and ultimately change the culture. To affect this transformation, we must first challenge our perceived notions about the role of legal operations and all of in-house professionals. 
we have to recognize that this incredible value we all bring to the table and provide us with the tools, resources, and opportunities to excel. And in doing so, we can create an environment in which everyone can thrive regardless of your stage in your career. In addition, and this is kind of one of my favorite things, it's fostering this culture of collaboration, empathy, and what I have really strove to find in my own personal and professional life, open communication. By breaking down the barriers that have traditionally separated various roles within the legal profession, we can tap into this collective wisdom and experience of our peers. Together, we can tackle the challenges that lie ahead and pave the way for a brighter future. So as we turn the chapter to the second season of Dear Legal Ops, we're going to, you know, make some exciting changes to bring even more of a community element and voice to this podcast. We've listened to your feedback and are dedicated to creating a space where everyone feels welcome, heard, and inspired. So what do you think is going to happen in season two? Well, without giving away too much, I can promise you that we're going to dive deeper into the world of legal operations, explore new perspectives, and continue to challenge the status quo. We'll bring in guest speakers from the community, engage in thought-provoking conversations, and create a more interactive experience for our listeners. But that's not all. We're also committed to fostering growth and development within our audience, both personally and professionally. We'll be introducing resources, tools, and opportunities to help you level up your skills and knowledge within the legal operations field. Now, I know you're probably itching for some specifics about the changes coming to our podcast in season two, but I'm going to keep things a little mysterious for now. Trust me when I say that you won't want to miss out on the next phase of growth and development for our Dear Legal Ops podcast and our House of Dear Legal Ops listeners. So as we close out this final episode, number 20 of season one, I want to extend my deepest gratitude to each and every one of you for you joining me on this journey. <laughs> Your support, feedback, and engagement, it's, uh, yeah, it's really been instrumental in shaping the direction of our podcast. And I just couldn't be more excited for what lies ahead in season two. In the meantime, make sure to stay connected with us on social media using the handle at Dear Legal Ops and head over to our website, www.dearlegalops.com so you don't miss out. At the end of the day, none of this would be possible without the House of Dear Legal Ops fandom. So seriously, thank you for being a part of our community and for helping us create a space where we can all learn, grow, and thrive together to find and release each of our inner brilliance on this crazy journey called Legal Operations. Well, y'all, that was uh, quite a difference in two letters, but I'm really excited about what's next. In both our personal and professional lives, we often find ourselves standing at that crossroads of change, feeling a compelling urge to try something new, while knowing deep down that change is actually necessary to achieve better outcomes. It's this weird intersection that many of us visit time and time again, especially during periods of uncertainty. So in these moments, it's crucial to remember that while change, yeah, it's going to be really hard and challenging, it's also the catalyst for growth and innovation. We all have experienced those moments when that quote-unquote status quo is no longer satisfying, 
And then we become aware that in order to progress, we must break free from our comfort zones. So I can tell you personally, that feeling can be both exhilarating and really terrifying, as the unknown often brings with it a mix of excitement and fear. However, it's within this space that we're presented all these opportunities, right? To stretch what we're doing, our creativity, take risks, and achieve things we never thought possible. It's also natural to feel hesitant or even paralyzed by the prospect of change. After all, the status quo provides us with a sense of security and that predictability blanket. But in truth, sticking to what is comfortable and familiar may only lead to stagnation, preventing us from all realizing our full potential. Embracing change means taking the first step into the unknown, that next step in your career maybe, or trusting that the journey will be worthwhile and knowing that we will emerge stronger and more resilient for having faced the challenge head on. When faced with a decision to try something new or make a significant change, it's important to remember that growth often happens incrementally. It may not feel like a monumental shift in the beginning, not this earthquake type situation, but over time, the cumulative effect of small changes can lead to significant transformations. It is these subtle ongoing shifts that ultimately propel us toward our goals and aspirations. So as we navigate the uncharted territory that comes with personal and professional change, sometimes at the same time, hello, California, it's essential to be kind to ourselves. Recognize that setbacks and failures, they're just a natural part of the process. So chill out, y'all. Rather than allowing them to define us, why don't we try and flip in the script so we can use them as learning experiences to inform our future decisions. So surround yourself with a supportive network of people who will be there to offer encouragement and guidance when the going gets tough. Remember, you are not alone in your journey. You're not a unicorn. Neither is legal. In closing, let us be reminded of the wise words of one of my favorite new authors, Neil Donald Walsh. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Change, while often really feared with uncertainty, it's a necessary and vital part of our growth and development. So as you stand at the intersection of trying something new, take a deep breath and step boldly into the unknown. The path may be difficult, but the rewards are absolutely worth the journey. Keep pushing forward and you'll find that innovation, growth, and personal fulfillment are just around the bend. For more Dear Legal Ops content, make sure to follow us on all social media using the handle at Dear Legal Ops. Have a tough legal ops topic you want us to tackle? Share your legal ops stories with us at dearlegalops.com submit for a chance to be featured on the show. Dear Legal Ops is produced by Red Rock Music. As always, I'm your host, Tom Stevenson. Until next time. 